Welcome to Signs of Life, Exploring Survival of Consciousness, brought to you by Forever Family Foundation, on the web at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. I call your name, the echo is haunting, the echo is always the same. I call your name, the echo is haunting, an echo can never be changed, so I call your Good evening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Medium Insights Hour, brought to you by the Forever Foundation, Forever Family Foundation, and Signs of Life Radio. So, uh, as you most of you know, we gather here once a month to explore the mindsets and, you know, the, the way of thinking of the many accomplished spiritual mediums, with, uh, you know, in relation to the, the study of the afterlife, spirituality, consciousness. And it's just a lot of fun. My name is Roman Karpishka. I'm very, very excited to welcome back to the show, Rebecca Adlo Cicero. Uh, she's a certified medium with the Forever Family Foundation and has a very unique way of presenting and validating messages. Uh, she uses a lot of humor and spirit communication in her spirit communication. Uh, she not only provides evidential communication from the deceased, but is also an expert in psychic intuition as well. She's on the advisory board on the Spirit Alliance for COPE presented by Yale Mental Health Department and is the proprietor of the Beyond Center in Vernon, Connecticut, her home base, and which is her home base and private office. She's the author of Living with Messages from Heaven, a guide to conversations with, Beyond, um, uh, with the Beyond. And uh, she was also featured in the Surviving Death series, which is you know, the docuseries uh, that I keep talking about on Netflix. Her website uh, is www.rebeccaannlocicero.com. So our show, again, commercial-free like always. Sit back, put your feet up, curl up, blanket, loved one, pet, or whatever you want. Have a drink on us and let us stimulate your intellect for the next hour or so. And, uh, yeah, we're just, you know, really looking forward to, uh, you know, to, I'm, I am. Personally, I'm looking very forward to this conversation. Rebecca is an incredible person and an incredible medium. So uh, just one more thing that uh, tonight's show, it's for um, research and informational purposes. So your questions are very welcome, but keep in mind that Rebecca and will not be performing any readings tonight. So yeah, we, you know, what we've been doing is we've been always uh, soliciting questions from our audience and you guys have been emailing them in and we try to get those on the show uh, but also if you want to call in feel free it's 1-888-627-6008 if you have questions for our esteemed guest tonight so having said all that welcome to the show Rebecca Ann how are you doing well I am fantastic Roman how are you not bad. A little tongue twisted. <laughs> I just, I think it's great. You know, I mean, honestly, I, I have to admit, I never in a million years thought that I would have an intro to anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, some, sometimes I think about how, you know, different people put together their, their little bios. I call them short bios. They're all over my, my computer. And, uh-huh. and, um, 
and I love it. You did fantastic. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, it just seems like an awful lot, you know, and I, you forgot to mention that I foster dogs and, and I have a lot of, I have a foster fail dog. Um, oh, great. And that, you know, um, I'm, I've, I've survived raising psych, three psychic children so far. Like there's so many different things I'd like to throw into that bio to, to yeah, kind of twist it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's what I tried doing, mixing it up a little bit, not reading it like I always do. So yeah, you know, yeah, you uh, did great. Kind of put my own words in it, you know, make it more personable, personal, I guess. You did. Great. <laughs> great. So yeah, welcome to the show. It's, um, Thank you. you know, we're just gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna kind of wing it, play it by ear, take callers. And we, you know, um, in the meantime, you know, we'll just, you know, ask some general questions and maybe that'll lead to somewhere uh, more specific, that kind of thing. Oh, just, I love it. You have some fantastic questions. Oh, geez. So, so much fun. So, so let, let's start off with, um, you know, world events. There's a lot going on in the world now, you know, yeah. uh, the war in Ukraine, COVID, monkey virus you know monkey pox whatever there's all kinds of stuff going on um do you do you receive messages from the other side about these world events and you know how they can progress or how they will progress or anything like that as a medium you know to me if i was to try to channel in or connect with uh, something like that it would really be looking for an outcome i personally would call that psychic so like, would I be, would I be able to tap into some kind of universal energy in some way? I would love it if I could tune into a, a loved one in spirit or somebody's loved one in spirit who I could be like, okay, listen, you know, you, you so-and-so worked in this and that and what, what, what's going on, what's happening, you know, but they, it's almost like spirit allows things to play out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure why, or and, and sometimes I do get a little bit of insight from them, but it's it's definitely for me. I would say um, to answer the question, I would have to move mediumship aside and go right into uh, feeling things around the earth. So I'll give you a, a quick example. A girlfriend of mine, <clears throat> her and I, we were we're both psychic mediums, and we were both um, we both were feeling a little bit off in the last couple of weeks. And we had this conversation. I said, girl, come on. Don't you know what's coming? What's coming? Like, what is going on? We've got, we've got all of these, these countries crying in, in war and, and, you know, and we're watching this, but at the same time, we're also, you know, we're, we're watching the season finale of, of other Netflix shows and we're, and we're going about our daily business when, when, you know, it's, it's almost like, I think after being stuck in our home for so long, taking care of ourselves, that a lot of people are having a hard time looking outside of ourselves. So I'm on the phone and we're having this conversation. And then, and then I said to her, I go, I feel like the, like the earth is cracking. So something is happening. And it's not the first time I've said that. And um, within 24 hours, Afghanistan had an earthquake. So I think that, that it, to answer your question, I think it is extremely common for mediums and psychics who are in tune in the way we are to feel that there may be things coming that might be like core earth disturbing earthquakes. Um, I did see a blackout months beforehand years ago. I did um, have, uh, you know, feelings of, of a lot of readings and feelings connected to water before Katrina, but I had no connections to any other wars. Um, 
I remember hearing on the television, uh, you know, Russia saying, oh, we're not going to do that. And me looking at them going, yes, you are. And three days later, they did. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's confusing for me. It's like, who's watching this and listening to them? And be, like, it, there's a there's a level of truth, I think, that when you open up intuitively, you can feel. Okay. All I can say, Roman, is thank Thank every energy, universe, God, God is everything. Thank goodness that I don't, you know, have to be in any way responsible. Like our loved ones, they don't really mention race, religion, creed, sex, you know, sexuality. They don't, they don't really mention any of that. I don't, I don't think that our true soul has those attributes. So it makes yeah. my job a little easy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. That was probably a lot. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I tried to curb around things. <laughs> Politically so, correct. Obviously, you've probably done group readings in the past, right? <clears throat> yes, tons. Lots of them. Yeah. So is it difficult, like, hearing various souls speaking at the same time? Like, how do you... How do you manage that and keep it? It's like being in the middle of a spiritual mosh pit. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. (laughs) You've been in a mosh pit. I know there's people listening who, who, who may or may not know exactly what I'm saying, but you know, you're in the middle of that crowd right at the front of the stage Uh and everybody is cramming in to see what's going on. And it is, it's exciting and it's exhilarating and it can be overwhelming if you're not used to it. I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't just jump into huge crowds, you know, um, mm-hmm. but just, or even any crowd, really, even a, even a group of 10 would be something, depending on how many, how many dead people everybody has, it could be a lot. Um, right. Overwhelming. I, I would say for me in particular, no, because I did learn that when I start to get overwhelmed, Roman, we just got to talk to our loved ones, or I have to talk to your loved ones um, as if they were here. Could you sit down? Could you wait? Hold on. I hear you. Hang on a minute. Mm -hmm. Sorry, they're going to go first. You're just, yeah. I have actually had to interact in such ways. Let's say your grandmother comes through, right? So Grandma Belle, here she comes. And, and, and And I'm connecting with her, but your grandfather really, really is the type to interrupt all the time and to come in and to kind of break things up. He would do it in true personality. So it would be expected that the grandfather would come in and interrupt the grandmother. So then I would get bombarded with two, but there would be purpose. Other than that, yeah, you kind of got to go, wait a minute, grandpa, grandma's not done yet. And when you say, wait a minute, they actually listen? Wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it would depend on the person, right? Well, they're, they're watching the whole scenario. And I would like to say that it is absolutely a, they, uh, people say all the time, they're such a higher power, they're in such a great place, or they're, you know, everything is so clear for them. How come they can't come in clearer? And, and I really do have to speak to the fact that I'm not dead. (laughs) So, so you, they're really performing miracles, getting me to say what it is that I need to say for them. So it's, it's almost as if, I'm the one that has that is so limited to to the large amount that they're sharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you think um, of your show, Ghosts? You just reminded me of that. <laughs> it's on NBC on Thursday nights. It's on tonight, as a matter of yes, fact. Yes, yes. I love yes. that. Show. I think it's amazing. It's it is. It, the characters are well developed. It's a cool storyline. I'm not 
you know, I, you know, obviously it doesn't exactly happen the way that it does in the show, but I, I can see that you just reminded me about that because, you know, the, a miracle is being performed by that one lady that can see the ghosts, basically. Correct. You know, and they can communicate with her. So you just touched on that. So that's just what reminded me of that. Yep. The only thing that about that show that they wouldn't be able to make realistic, even if they wanted to, is the exhaustion level to hearing spirit like she's way too energetic after having all of that interaction it is very tiring on the human body Uh, to hear spirit speak okay it takes a lot of effort yeah it's the hollywood spin that they put on it but no that's i mean i think it's fantastic i'm just saying that's the one thing that they can't do do you know what i mean Mm because they wouldn't be able to do the show if she got tired in every episode that would be weird yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so when you see spirits, like, um, or when you communicate with spirits, do you do you see them? Like, do you, do you visualize them? Is it uh, more of an audio thing, or is it something? Like- it is. It is a holistic sense of their personality. If they want me to mention a characteristic that their human body had when they were here, they would project it to me, like like a picture or. Um, I, I wouldn't, I won't see them as like an actual ghost, ghost in the room, like a woo, you know, that kind of thing. I I would, I would get like a flash of, you know, like if somebody rode a motorcycle, I might get a flash of them smiling at me while they're on their motorcycle. So it may be literally one, one frame of, of a million and I'll catch that one frame as a picture. Um, but the other million that they're sending me at the same time is like, one is the wind, one is where they were, one is who they're with, one is what color, one is, you know, so I get like one picture, but then it comes surrounded by that holistic, emotional and, 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 and personality within it. Kind of trippy. I, I could under, I, I could imagine because <laughs> it might be a little tough. Like what, what picture do you pick out? You know, what, like, how do you right well they they tell me which one to pick out they they it it's louder than the rest i guess you could say so um, so I, like somebody says so i will say this people sometimes say well how do you know who spirit wants to talk to like who to go to you know who to read and i i say that they usually draw me to the person i'm supposed to read and i and i recently tried to compare it to somebody and tell them that it's like it's like drumming or like, you know, when you, when you go, okay, you know, drum roll and blah, 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 right? you do a drum roll uh-huh. when you're going towards somebody, I tend to feel the drum roll get very loud and excited when I'm near the person I'm supposed to read. And I was never really able to put that into words before, but that's, that's another technique about being in a large group, even though everybody's talking to me the person who's supposed to be talking does lead me in a, in a vibrational dance in a sense to find the person. You know, this show also uh, on other Thursdays has the, you know, the the mediums do actual readings and during those shows, I mean, everyone wants to get a reading. So yes, phones are ringing off the hooks and, uh, Poor Don can barely keep up, I'm sure. When it... <laughs> I know. Well, he's had me on, right? He's had me on. He, uh-huh. he knows. He knows. Yeah, <laughs> so it must be quite a challenge during those things because you have such a time. 
such a you know big audience uh, in terms of trying to get the people and so you, i mean the spirits the I don't know how they how they do it. Can you imagine how magical that must be? Yeah, it's crazy. The the amount of like synchronicity between heaven and here and them and the phone lines and us. I mean, that's that's a lot of work to get the right person through at the right time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I'm glad I'm not in charge of that part. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in 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 a way, you're you're a big part of that part, you know. Yeah, maybe I'm a cog, right? A cog in the wheel. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. an important one, that's for sure. And, uh, you have to. Uh, I mean, just the timing is is what really like. How do you get that timing perfect? So that honestly, I'm the worst person to ask that question to because I have so much faith and so much trust that whatever's supposed to going to come through is gonna. And I almost not that my job is easy because it's not by any means, but whatever that person who is on the phone or gets in is, I find it very. Um, I find it. Um, I, I just guess easy is the wrong word. I find it very instant and purposeful. Like I just speak very quickly everything that I hear. Mm-hmm. And and I just have trust that it's going to connect and it does. Like I I don't, you know, anybody who's 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 ever been interested in mediumship or even just hearing from their loved one the ones themselves, I always say make sure that you um, you know, trust your first instinct. That's, that's like rule number one, when it comes to learning about all of this is, is to never think about what your opinion is about what you're receiving. Just say what you get. It's not, it's through me, not for me. Right. And it works. So you're saying that, um, people have a potential to become mediums. I mean, I know there are some mediums that are, that are just born with it ever since they're a kid, they're seeing spirits. Yep that um but there's others like myself who are not so gifted <laughs> in that realm so I'm, I'm wondering if, if i wanted to develop my mediumship skills uh what would you recommend to, as a start oh you're gonna love this one go for it <laughs> you can never ever again tell a lie or cheat or steal you have to be good I'm not saying you can't lie. Like uh-huh. I'm not perfect. I have teenagers, but okay. at the same time, you, it, it's somebody said, said to me about this. And I said, well, first of all, you have to just do it. If you don't do it, yeah. you're never going to know if you're doing it right or not. And you're never going to be able to learn what you need to fix in your presentation. But spirit is always there, ready, correct, and never lies. So if, if you get blue and then you change it to turquoise because you think it should be turquoise, you're going to be wrong. Okay. And then I learned that if you always give them exactly what it is that they're giving you, like if, as long as I always give what I'm getting, well, yeah, I mean, it's not a hundred percent. I'm not saying that, okay. but it's always right. And that's kind of how you stay in business. Basically what you're saying is that you just, you got to believe that what you're receiving is, is the, you know, it's the real thing and don't well you have to yeah you have to be willing to give it you can't hide it you can't hold it you can't change it it's not for you it's through you right and and you have to not lie i think i'll say this this is why i was saying this is a heavy one 
I believe that if you lie or cheat or manipulate a situation, I've seen many a medium try to bamboozle in certain ways. And what winds up happening is they're just wrong. And then what they don't really focus on that they should is that that's an unhealthy habit. It's unhealthy in everything that you're doing. It's unhealthy in, in the pe- for the people around you. It's not going to help anybody you're giving a reading to. It's mm-hmm. not going to help anybody in your personal community. It's not going to help your, like lying doesn't, you'll break relationships. It's, you have to be, if you're going to do this for work, there's a lot of ethics that come with it. That's my opinion. Of course. No, it's, it's a very <laughs> valid point. Um, and yeah. that's where it would always begin. So if somebody, if you were to learn, I'd say, get ready. You can't lie anymore. Can't lie about <laughs> anything. All right. Nope. Um, and, but that does help the information to come through clearer. Right. And I, I guess w- over time with practice, like anything else, you get better, right? It's well, a- yeah, you get, you learn your signs and your symbols. Mm-hmm. Like I have, but I'm very corny with signs. If I see somebody who may have been in a motorcycle accident, they will literally hold their helmet under their arm for me to see. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's the only way I'll know. <laughs> I'm a motorcycler myself, and okay. the distress signals as a motorcycle uh, is your bike parked at the side with your ha- helmet on the ground in front Correct. of you. That is a sign of, that you're in distress. Yes, kind of as I, I guess on the other side, if you see somebody holding their motorcycle helmet, that's also uh, a sign that they're yeah. Right. <laughs> that something happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's do you did you have to like um I mean these signs that come to you, they're um I guess there's a, a finite number of them and they, they keep repeating. So you you'll 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 get to know them better and better as over time. I I still get it's been almost twenty-eight years. I still get new ones. But then again, things are around now that weren't around then. Like the internet some of the internet stuff. <laughs> or you know electric vehicles like i get different pictures of different things you know i learn new things oh yeah um and some things are pretty consistent i didn't start getting i used to get months only and then i started getting the actual dates within the months but only about two years ago oh interesting oh <laughs> kind of weird <laughs> um here's one when I used to, when I started this, n- I never heard any spirits say the word cancer. So mm. I didn't hear the word cancer from a loved one until maybe 2005, 2006, somewhere around there. And I remember because the first time I did it, I think it was 2006, and it was at this place called Unity. And, um, and I was shocked because they would always call it the big C, or they'd say, just don't say it out loud. And they'd give me like almost like a, like a throw-up feeling. Not that I was throwing up. They'd just give me the feeling. Okay. Nothing bad. Didn't bother me. It was just a, again, it was like a drum roll in a way, a vibration. 
but then they started saying it more. So, um, and now they, they use derogatory terms <laughs> all the time, you know, Oh, that effing cancer. Like they just, they really, they, they, it's, it's, that's something that evolved on its own that I found interesting. Um, so as a, um, yeah. as a mental medium, um, I guess over time, things will, will keep improving uh, and, and you'll get more signs and you'll, you'll have a bigger repertoire of, of those signs. Um, can this develop into like a different form of mediumship? Let, let's say um, if you wanted to go into physical mediumship, for example, which is, I guess, considered the highest form of mediumship. Is that something that, you know, you as medium? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Physical mediumship is considered a higher form than mental mediumship. Well, not really. Maybe I maybe I misstated. No, no, I find I find that very interesting. That's why I asked. Well, it's considered a not not a higher form, but a, a rarer form. Is is a better rarer? Form. Okay. Rarer, yeah, rarer form because yeah, for sure. Less men, uh, physical mediums in the world because. There's just, you know, there's a lot involved with it because it, it takes a dedicated uh, uh, group of sitters to develop that mediumship capability. And, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about, you know, moving physical objects with ectoplasm and, you know, apports that, that come from the other side. And ha- have you dealt with any of that or have you looked into any of that or what are your thoughts on that? Well, my first thoughts are, um, <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm thinking of Miss Fran Ginsburg right now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good old Fran, I miss her. Oh, we miss her. And, and she's hanging out with Claude now. Rest in peace, Claude Swanson. One of my favorite physicists on the, well, my oh, by yeah. far favorite physicist on the planet. Rest in peace. Yeah, I heard he crossed over. So I will say this. There was a, there was a conversation that I had, that Fran and I had about this. Um. And it was, it was just maybe, you know, three or four years ago. So up until uh, about three years ago, I refused to allow any physical mediumship to take place. My body, my soul, not, not interested in lending it out. Don't need to mental versus physical. Okay. I felt that physical mediumship, although it was enticing and exciting and possibly fulfilling in a, in a very, uh, like you said, you know, it's like a unicorn. It's, you know, it's never there, right? Almost, but not really. And I thought that's incredible, but my body. And I remember Fran, and I remember the whole conversation. It'd be too long for me to explain all of it to you. But she said that, you know, there were people out there who would do anything. And she was very adamant when she said the word anything to, to hear their loved one's voice again. And how dare I as a medium not like allow that to, you know, be open to that. And like, and it was very interesting because it was a medium's perspective versus somebody who was not a medium who didn't have to put their, their body through that mental mediumship is like you and I having a conversation. Physical mediumship is like you dead and climbing inside my body and making me do something. Where am I? Right, right, right. Yeah. So there's that's a huge responsibility, not just to let somebody come through and trust what's happening, but to allow my physical body to go through that. Like that's a that's a lot. However, I will say that Fran's comment changed my mind. Yeah. 
So there was a period of time where I went and I saw as many physical mediums as I could. And I was able to 100,000% debunk every single one I saw. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> in, in ways I won't say on the radio. <laughs> okay, no, that's, that's <laughs> really interesting because a lot of people think that, you know, a lot of these physical mediums, it's just, it, it's all like hocus well, pocus. Well, I am still looking for one. <laughs> Right, right, right. There's, you know, there's, there's only there are a lot. I could only a meet. lot. They're all over the world. So, yeah, I, I guess this was more of a. I mean, back in the 1800s when they didn't have television, <laughs> this <laughs> physical mediumship was a lot more popular. People would mm -hmm, mm -hmm. have seances on a weekly basis or even daily basis, and mm -hmm. you know, and that kind of uh, that was, I guess, the the heyday of physical mediumship back then and right now i think it's a very very rare form um, so there is there is another like it is rare but i'm not i mean and if somebody else out there even wanted to call and ask or put their two cents in on this i would i would listen um i don't know if there's an in-between space but maybe you have seen or experienced or heard some stories but i have had a multitude of physical mediumship experiences happen while I am wide awake. There have been, um, there was the one time there in Fort Myers, Florida, when, when, you know, the microphone went out and the lights went out and people got electrocuted <laughs> when I was reading. Um, when I took the certification test itself, computers went out. Um, there have been, there have been times when, you know, clocks will stop around me. Mm -hmm. um things will move around me people will see like you, you know just crazy there are definitely crazy things that can happen <laughs> i say crazy i shouldn't say it. i say physical there are physical mediumship manifestations around when i've worked many times okay. even gone as far as a few times i might go to say valentine's day but out of my mouth will come christmas even though i think i'm saying valentine's day it doesn't sound like it <laughs> when it actually comes out like, I'll do that with names. I'll think to go say John and Jack will come out of my mouth instead. And Jack is correct. Interesting. But I'm awake. So. Yeah. No, these uh, these things have happened to me as well with the lights flickering on and off. That's that's happened. Not as not for a long time, but it did happen. Um, and there's things such as, you know, electronic voice phenomena where you can catch yes. voices. And there's uh, also... Uh, orbs that appear in pictures and I, I was fortunate enough to have a a class a first class orb that appeared in, in a picture that we um we then dissected and uh, we, we did this thing called the dodge and burn uh, dodge and burn for photoshop and it turned out that that orb was a you know an image of my son which is oh my like, goodness freaking, yeah it was incredible i shared that with, with bob and, and, and fran and, and they were pretty impressed by it as well so I love that. See, and to yeah. me, that's physical mediumship that yeah. you needed to be there. Some Somebody or something needed to be there to bring that physical manifestation through. I know a physical medium who doesn't do reading. She takes. My, mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. Um, so, you know what? We actually have a caller. You want to take a caller? We have um uh, we have Anne from Arizona on line one. Awesome. 
and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. I have a question. It's not not about physical mediumship necessarily, but maybe a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> I'm yeah. fun. Um, I've had um, a few instances where I felt my husband trying to connect. Um, and I'm wondering if, Rebecca Ann, if you have any suggestions that I might be able to do to help facilitate that so that I can connect with him. Um, he's done a few things, and I know it's him because there's no any, there's no other explanation for it. But I well, haven't that been right able there to is do a, anything. Right there is him. a bonus. Believing it for yourself right there without having to ask for justification on your beliefs are always important. So good for you for starting there. Well, I've tried to dismiss it with other things, and I just, you know, because my mind, I try to be rational. Although I do know, you know, I've had experiences before where there was no question that it was, you know, somebody who was had passed. Um, so I've, you know, I know it to be real, but after my husband passed, I, I originally had dead silence. No pun intended. Mm. Um, you know. So have you, so have you brought... So have you brought yourself to the point where now you understand what it feels like? Do you do you start to get the feeling that he's around and then you recognize that? Because you were saying that you you know that he's trying to connect with you. You just want to facilitate it more, correct? Yes. The funny thing is that it happens mostly when I'm asleep. And so okay. it's very hard for me to respond, you know. Mm-hmm. Mhm. So, because are you you're dreaming of I'm him? In that. But yeah. I wake up, um, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'm half asleep, half awake, and so I'm not able to respond coherently. That's okay. Um, they don't need you to respond. Your your loved ones, your husband does not need you to respond to him when when he has connected to you. There is a a very beautiful love when your husband comes through. He can he can see you and he can be with you. He has the gift and the peace and the love of not missing you. If he missed you, then there would be a sadness for him. And when you're in heaven, you don't have a sadness. When you're crossed over, you are at peace. So when he's connecting with you, he is not, and you don't have to worry about giving him any response. He already knows. What he would want would be for you to take those emotions and those dreams and those thoughts and bring them into, it's almost like I would call it playing tag with signs. If there was something in the dream, maybe you can bring that into the into it. Or do you have a particular sign for him already? Do you use like a cardinal or a penny or a song or anything like that? No, it's just been random things. I mentioned one of them on, on the show previously where he left a baseball in my office. Huh. Um, that he moved from random. his office. There's no other way. Yeah, that's pretty random. Yeah. <laughs> And then so um, I would say another you, time, he, go ahead. Oh, he turned the a light, the light on the nightstand on, 
butt on the side of my bed twice in one night. Um, there's no other way these things can happen. Um, so it's all right. random. It's nothing repeated. Well, it's not, um, it may be random. Thinking... It may be random signs, but what's being repeated is I feel, um, and maybe it's an assumption, but I feel it is your strong desire to hear from him at those moments. Yes, and I have asked. I, they were they were a response to certain questions I've asked them. That's and that's what I mean by you now have this opportunity to build a spiritual conversation, but it needs to be built on concrete things. So, you know, it's if for anybody. If you if you want to get a sign from your loved one, they were human once. They're maybe just mm-hmm. in spirit now, but they know that we need concrete signs. A light going on and mm-hmm. off. That is a concrete sign. Finding a penny or a feather or things like that. Concrete signs. A baseball moving from one room to another. That's definitely him Him watching out and giving you love. I find that mm-hmm. um, if your emotion is strong and you're looking for that type of an electricity blink or something instant to happen, I find that that does connect with a strong emotion. That doesn't mean yelling or hollering or anything like that. It doesn't have to be sad. It just has to be the, you know, Mm -hmm. I love you right now so much kind of, or I miss you right now, whatever that emotion is. And just know that they are, as soon as you mention them, they're there. And now it's both their job and your job together to bring that sign about. If it's something you're waking up in the morning and you just want a random sign, you can feel free to call it out. I'm golden for going, okay, I want my dimes today, Grandma. I want to hear from you. I know you're <laughs> around. It's April. We're going for a walk. And wouldn't you know I'll find two or three dimes in the day? Maybe I'm hypersensitive really? and looking okay. for them because I'm bringing them up, but I don't care. They're my dimes. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I wanted. That's what I got. And don't underestimate that he's going to give you exactly what you need. And if you're having a good day and you don't get a sign, that's okay. He knew you were having a good day. Just remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. But my advice would be to pick something concrete. That, That would be what I would say to continue what you have already started as far as just calm and loving conversations, just signs going back and forth. If if he sends you a dime and that's your sign for the day, you say, thank you for the dime. I see it. You pick up the dime, you acknowledge it. He'll respond and you should get a second sign or another dime. Okay. And that's our conversation. I uh, For that piece of it, yeah, you could absolutely, if you tell him, you know what, this week's important to me. I'm going to be really busy. Could you make sure I get your signs? Send dimes. Send whatever it is that you think you'll need that day. I have a very good Mm -hmm. uh, friend. Her name is Deb. And she lost her husband as well. And she uses hearts. The shape of a heart. Mm. And she swears she gets a heart Mm. every day. I mean, whether it's, Mm. you know, a shape on the concrete or... One time she went on vacation somewhere and there were like heart-shaped post-it notes stuck to the window where she was. It was just the strangest thing. She took all these pictures and, um, and you know, if you, if you need it and you want it, you'll get it. 
Mm-hmm. Tell him. Okay. She says it. I wake up every morning. Better send my heart today. <laughs> they they are still listening to us. Okay. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call, Ann. That was a great question. That's good to hear. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate your time. Okay. Thank you very much. Very helpful. Thank you. Take care. Roman, sometimes people forget that they want to talk to us just as much as we want to talk to them. They just don't need to. That's a good point because, like you said, they're at peace. Yeah. They're at yeah. peace. They're, they're with us. Um, so they, they're not missing us like the no. way that they're missing them. So right. it's, it's very, uh, you know, and, you know, I've, personally, I found that as time goes by, at least for me, the communication becomes from the loved one becomes less and less. Any suggestions to bring it back? Um, I feel like when we immediately lose our loved one, that level of grief is, yeah. is like, it's very high. It's very high on that, on that day, on that year, on that, on that, you know, that first, this, the first, that, um, and, and, when we really, really, really need that sign, we get them. And as time goes on, we do a beautiful thing. We have the ability to allow grief to stay with us without pain. Grief is a very important emotion. And sometimes I'm sure, you know, like me, sometimes, you know, 10 years go by and I wake up and it's like yesterday. Yep. And maybe on that particular day that I wake up and it feels like, it was one day, not 10 years. That's the day I get those blinking lights. Or that's the day I'll get two feathers in a row or something crazy will pop up on my phone that hasn't popped up in 10 years, you know, or, you know, but I think that as, as we have those signs go and fade as they do, it, it's not necessarily a bad thing to acknowledge that that means that your grief is not so painful that our loved ones have to do so much to connect with us like that in a way right. to bring the signs back again would be just what I told that beautiful lady on the phone for her, for her husband. You got to tell them. <laughs> Cause, and then we forget to do that because we're like, where's the signs? Where's the signs? Instead of going, okay. I need yeah. this as a sign today. Today's the 6th of March. I want to see the number 61666. I need, you know, that's what it is today, you know, and kind of go from there. I remember once I did, I asked for, um, I said, I want 1111, but I don't want it on a clock. That was a, that was a tricky one, right? And I get up in the morning to leave for work and I get in the car and my speedometer was like 741111. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you didn't even let me start my day. And there's my sign. But I asked for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Time to buy a new car. 74,000. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, that's that's, you know, um, a lot you're of right. You're right. It couldn't have been that. It had to be like seven, one, 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 one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Too many miles. Seventy one thousand seven hundred and ten thousand miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> to the moon and back. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's an important point because a lot of people will say, oh, give me a sign. Give me a sign. Well, can you be more specific? 
that's probably what spirit is saying. It's like, oh, okay, you know, uh, I, th- I think that's. A it's good not point. always. I mean, you could ask for a dime and wind up with two quarters. I. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you're in the ballpark. You know, you can. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. I'm gonna, you know, when I have bad days, I'll ask for a sign and, and mm-hmm, try mm-hmm. To something that is more specific than just give me a sign. You know. And well, it just, it lets them know too, that, you know, I'm thinking about you today. And Mm -hmm. so when you tell them or you say to them, or even if you don't say anything, they know you're thinking about them. It's almost as if you've called them. The moment they crossed your mind, you called their, their FaceTime. Interesting. Boom. You were there. They were watching you. What do you mean? You were talking about me. I was there. I was listening. You were talking about me. So what are they doing when you're not calling them? What what do they do there on the other side? <laughs> no clue. No clue, huh? It's got to be good. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I've been told that, you know, some some mediums or, or some books said there's, you know, they go to school, they go to work, they do all kinds of stuff that we do here on Earth, you know. It all depends. I think it's infinite. I yeah. think, I, I, and you can be anywhere you want. There's no time. So it's like an infinite amount of layered universal infinite classes. <laughs> but pretty neat. Pretty. It is, it is kind of I neat. don't know. What flattered yeah. me is, did you see the recently that the, the new telescope discovered 150 billion new different universes that if you look at the, the sky, it's hidden behind a grain of sand. And in that, space there's like 150 billion different universes with each you know all containing billions of galaxies all containing billions of like planets Suns and earth oh it's crazy you know i mean they just i think very recently discovered that um you know outer space is a, a lot bigger than we thought it was just eons bigger much much bigger than than what we even thought so it makes going to the moon seem Makes makes going to the moon seem so much closer. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I'm thinking there's got to be other life out there for sure. I mean, what what are the odds of not having other life forms out there? <clears throat> but that's that's kind of a that's kind of a different topic. Um, I would just kind of. Um, well, somebody to- asked me once about that, and I said this. I said, "Well, if I ever meet an alien, and the alien has somebody who they've lost that they loved, and if that alien who had a loved one die goes to the same place that the rest of us go to, I can talk to him outside of a body." <laughs> that was my whole. Th- I-, I was like, "Maybe I'll meet an alien someday." Okay, you haven't yet, right? No, because I haven't met an alien to read their people. There has to be purpose. Oh, oh, that's right. There has to be purpose. Okay. Yep. So I would have to meet an alien who wanted to talk to their relative. (laughs) I guess. What intrigues me is that, you know, humans uh, have evolved. You know, we we evolved over many millennia. Many. (laughs) Yes, yes. I mean, we started out as plankton in the ocean and, you know, that whole evolution process. So, I mean. Wait a minute. Really? No, well, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's not, not. the <laughs> scientific explanation is that, you know, that, that evolution. The whole Darwinism thing. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's people that 
you know, scientists go with the Darwinism thing and, you know, uh, religious people have other beliefs. Um, mm-hmm. Fundamentals. Yeah, fundamentals have other beliefs. So, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to say what's right, but I'm, I'm more, I'm more into science to tell you the truth. I, I, I think, you know, if there's proof about something, then that's what you should go with. Um, mm-hmm. So having said that, humans have only been humans for a finite amount of years or millennia. So what was the process of spirituality before that? Were, were we spirits before that? Maybe from okay. another planet or... I can't so, wrap my mind around I'll go that. really simple. Okay, Somebody said to me, can you talk to animals? And I kind of laughed. I was like, well, I'm talking to you. You're an animal, you know, kind of made it like a joke. And then somebody said, well, you know, can you talk to dogs? Can you talk to my cat? Can you talk to my giraffe? Can you talk to the animals in the jungle? Can you? And I was like, okay, I'm hearing you. I'm listening. So imagine, imagine Roman, you had a flea circus. Did I ever talk to you about the flea circus? You mean a bunch of little fleas in a circus? Like okay. little fleas. Did you ever see like videos of little flea circuses where they have like tiny fish tank bowls and they put the little fleas in there and they have them, they operate the merry-go-round. And have you ever <laughs> seen this? Like the little flea fairs and they have little swings that they operate. Now, if I was the person who trained seven fleas to run my little circus and one of my fleas died, I'm going to be sad and want to talk to that flea. I've killed thousands of fleas off of my, my mutts over the years that I've fostered. Uh-huh. So I think to myself, what was it that we talked to before then? What would it, we have been before we were this? Probably an organism that had some sort of a soul that cares about life and maybe knew how to run a mini Ferris wheel. I don't know. But yes, no matter what it is, if it had life, it has an afterlife. In what form? I don't know. Okay. But yeah, yes. It's, it's, what it's, was is. One of those things that make you go, hmm. You know, and just. Yeah. There's just so many questions. And, uh, you know, I think when we cross over, a lot of these questions get answered. We don't become om- uh, omnipotent, but we are definitely more informed than what we are over here, I believe. I, I think you know the why to everything you need to know the why to. So you don't have any questions. Because mm-hmm. yeah. then there'd be confusion and there's no confusion. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I keep telling my, you know, I, I've said it many times in the show. I think that, you know, the, the mystery of what's on the other side of the veil uh, when we transition over remains a mystery rightly so, so that things don't go our, you know, if we knew plain as day, like just like we know one plus one is two, that they're, you know, that you will survive and this and that, and we won't have any fear of death. And if you're having a bad day, you'll off yourself knowing that it's like a reset button. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be great over there, but they don't let me know completely. (laughs) Like there is, there is definitely something to, to being here to, continue the experience there there's like and then people will say well what about babies and things like that and i'm like yeah yeah you're right okay wait let's rethink this <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things you can't but you also can't measure what somebody's experience is incarnate no matter how long i mean 
you, you, I say, I said to people, I was like, you know, you could, you could be somebody who lives, you know, half your life, not long enough. And you could have less experiences than unfortunately somebody who crosses at 10 years old, who may have had a lot of experiences depending on where they lived or how you measure the experiences or interactions themselves. So Hmm. I don't know. I know it's crazy. Oh, we need to ask Claude someday. Claude Swanson. He was he yeah. studied so much of this for so long. His books were in, are are incredible manuals to all of this. I I he, hope to I hope to read him someday. Yeah, I mean, and you just <laughs> said Will, just you know, say hey Claude, I want to I want to talk to you. Well, I probably could on my own, but then there wouldn't be any validation to it. So I would have to do it for somebody. Right. Like somebody who wanted to, like, like if it was, you know, well, there were so many people who knew him through, through the foundation. Um, but yeah, someday, someday I think that would be fun to, that would be something physical mediumship would be cool for. Yeah. Be like, Claude, just come on through. Right, give me all the answers. Write them down through me. <laughs> that, that, that would be very interesting. Wouldn't it be great? That's the kind of people you want to channel through. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I'll say also, you know, yeah. endless. But that get, would be. Do you ever get uh, spirits of, you know, of a lower form that have malintent come through? Um. Only if it was their true personality when they were here. Are you, you know, like I don't get um, any hauntings, any any bad stuff. I I re- I recognize it. I acknowledge it, so mm-hmm. I can reject it before it even gets a chance to be present. Oh, okay. It's discernment. Okay. So, discernment of spirit to me is it's almost like my unconscious disconnects immediately from anything that isn't on a positive conscious level from a place that I can handle. And I'm not into like the woo woo juju kind of stuff. I don't, I barely, I barely, you know, okay. You know, I I don't use any guides or anything like that. So, okay. I would recognize it quick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? This this hour has just flown by. It's you know, asked me like so many questions. My brain is exploding. I know. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. But you know, we, don't uh, be. It's it's just there's so many different answers. And there's so for many the questions, questions that you did ask. And absolutely and breakaway I, stuff. And yeah, you know, I gave you a little bit of a mental uh, exercise. This <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Well, listen, it was definitely more difficult than. And speaking to the loved ones, I think. <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, I I, I no, thought no. it was extremely informative and some really good points that you brought across. And uh, you know, our caller, I'm sure, is very happy. Are we done that fast? We are. We are done. We, oh, we are. This is, you know, the end of the end of the show, pretty much. But, you know, it's uh, you know, we we got to talk more often. Last time I think we spoke, you were on the show. It was in August of last year. So that's, uh, yeah, it's almost. So a year to a year. There must be a trend with me picking August as a date then. So we had a, (laughs) 
Anytime, anytime, Roman, anytime. Yeah, this is, I love that you do this. It's, it's good for me. It's good for you, the foundation, the people listening. It's just spreading joy everywhere. Absolutely. One of the best ways to, you know, to, to help me is by helping others. That's why I've, I've been volunteering this for the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, hey, as long as as long as the audience still likes me, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> once it gets the, once we it gets love the Roman. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun. And it's very informative. So I, 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 I absolutely love doing it. Yes. I've missed a few shows because, you know, if I'm sick or something like that, then I can't do it, whatever. But, you know, we're only human. Yeah. But, yeah. What goes on? We're only human. Well, for now. okay rebecca and it was a pleasure talking to you thank you so much and thank you everybody for tuning in um and you know i will talk to you guys again next month or with with, uh uh, i don't even know who the media is going to be next month they they usually tell me a week before but uh it's a pleasure and uh, we'll see you next month thank you rebecca and take care good night all right good night everybody